Hello everybody, good to be with you. Today I want to talk to you about telling ourselves the truth. Uh, that's, a, that's a phrase that I use often and uh, frequently will say that the only thing that I need out of a client or a student who shows up for an awakening session is the willingness to tell themselves the truth. So what do I really mean when I say that? Well, let's look at what it is that I'm waking up, number one, okay? So without fail, in, there is no exception to this. Every awakening session that I have ever had with every single person, the client or student that showed up expected me to wake them up, okay? And, or was afraid I wouldn't, but the, but the, the hope is still the same. And I can't wake up that client or student. It doesn't work like that. I just can't. I can't wake up because, because that client or student, meaning that body over there, doesn't have the capacity to wake up. It just doesn't. This is a, a teacup or a coffee cup, and I can't wake it up, you know. It doesn't have the capacity to wake up. The, my little dog, uh, Jack, down here, I don't think he actually needs waking up, to tell you the truth. I think he's in a fine state already. But... If somehow uh, I were required to wake him up, I would fail because he does not have the capacity to wake up. So what is it that is different about this thing than the cup or the dog? When I tell you that this thing doesn't have the capacity to wake up either, and yet hundreds of people have left my sessions saying, thanks for waking me up. <laughs> so what's with that paradox, huh? So I never go into an awakening session to wake up that client or student. Because in a conventional way, I can certainly see the client or student. But uh, in a deeper way, I can't see that client or student. I can't see anything but me. That's all I can see. For as far as I look, for as deep as I look, you know, where, wherever I look, all I can see is me. And it's actually me that's listening to this video. It's not just me that's cutting it. It's me that's listening to it too. And I'm hoping that some of these videos are going to wake you up as well. Which means that I hope some of these videos are going to wake me up as I'm showing up inside of your body because it's just one me there's just one thing going on here so since there's just one thing going on here who is this talking well this is consciousness talking so if this is consciousness talking what about fred isn't that right i mean they can't we've just said that there was only one thing going on now we said that this is consciousness can't not be consciousness can it so since there's just this consciousness talking, what about Fred? Well, here is what I mean when I tell, when I say um, that, that the student must be ready to tell themselves the truth. There's no Fred. There's just no Fred. I know that it looks like there's a Fred. I know that I signed something this morning that said Fred. 
and that you know my driver's license says Fred, my passport says Fred, my wife says Fred. There's no Fred. There's a series of agreements with whatever I sign that paper for, my wife, my driver's license, my passport, all of those things, a series of agreements. How is it that Betsy knows to call me Fred? Well, she asked me. <laughs> and I said, well, call me Fred. Because we're talking about oneness, not sameness. I mean, if we were, if, 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 if we were the same, I mean, what would be the point in Betsy and I haven't gotten married? You know, what would be the fun in that? So we're talking about oneness, but we're not talking about sameness. I show up all kinds of ways. I show up as this little man. I show up as looking like Betsy. I show up as looking like a teacup. I show up as looking like Jack. And I show up as looking just like you do right now. Because you are me. We are the very same thing. There's no, there, 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 there is no separation. I didn't mean there's no difference. Of course there's a difference between you and me. Any fool could see that. But there's a difference between a gold earring and a gold necklace but they are separate. They are, well, excuse me, they are different. Nothing is separate. They are different, but they are made of the same thing. So at the deepest level, they are the very same thing, and that is the, that is the case here. So in full recognition of this fact, when I go into an awakening session, I go in to wake me up. It doesn't have anything to do with the client. Zero. <laughs> now, it does have to do with my willingness through the client to tell myself the truth over there. Okay? So, over here, I've told myself the truth. There's no Fred. So, in the absence of a Fred right now, when if I want to look around this room or just shut my eyes or anything else, in the absence of a Fred, what I find is this. That's what I find in the absence of a Fred. Well, I don't have to subtract a Fred from this scene. There's no Fred. What I have to do is simply, if I want to live clearly, is I have to simply refrain from adding a Fred to this scene. Now, I can still use the language because we are different things, just not separate things. So communication is all about these things communicating, right? About these things talking to each other, putting, putting, let, letting the other one know what our message is, what our thoughts are. Same, that part is not entirely different from the way that Jack and I communicate. Uh, he lets me know that uh, he wants to go outside or he wants to go something to eat and then I do it. <laughs> Whatever he wants. So this capacity to tell yourself the truth. When I say that the student must be willing to tell themselves the truth, here's the first thing I know. There's no student there. Not in a, a separate sense. There just isn't. Now, there is someone there, and they probably sent me a PayPal to have an awakening session with them. 
and they've got their own set of expectations and this and that and the other and it feels like they may have and they've got their own life might have their own their own version of my life like you know a betsy or but maybe they have children and all this that and the other and let's just say that that i'm gonna have a an awakening session today with someone named susan all right so the first thing that I know coming into that awakening session is that there's no Susan there. That there's no Susan there, and, and once, frequently, when we get to a place where the, the student has seen that there's no Susan there, then I'll say, so since there's no Susan there, what do you think the odds are of me waking one up? <laughs> you see that? I mean that's kind of, that's that's kind of a shock because man he's is he going not going to wake me up after all? But the thing that says he's not going to wake me up is referring to what? That's referring to a Susan, and the answer is no. I'm not going to wake a Susan up. What am I going to wake up? I'm going to wake up me. If I'm going to wake up anything, I'm going to wake up me. When I say that someone must have the the willingness to tell themselves the truth. And then I get with a client who is not willing to tell themselves the truth. Guess what? It has nothing to do with them. There's nothing personal involved. I don't feel like that person let themselves down. Certainly don't feel like they let me down. They can't let me down because I don't have any expectations of them. So it has to be oneness that's willing to tell itself the truth in that relative location. So there's no per nothing personal in this. It's just an observation from, from that if I'm willing to drop the story of Susan, I will wake up. There is no possible way that you can go through, anybody can go through one of, an awakening session and not see the truth. They're presented with the truth. Now, they may see it and deny it. In that case, they're unwilling to tell themselves the truth. But that's, frankly, that's quite rare. The, as a general rule, it's seen and accepted on a sliding scale to get dependent upon how willing the student is to tell themselves the truth. And in other words, how willing oneness is to drop the story of being a separate student. That's all. See, I just don't have a story of separation here. Now, there's still a sense of Fred here. Don't think there's not. And we don't have to get rid of that. That's the good news. Because there was a long time I thought I was going to have to lose that, which would have been okay given the fact that Fred had not done, done, done very well in his life. But it was, but I didn't know how. You know, how am I going to lose myself? How do I get rid of me? That was my real quandary, and that's really our quandary as seekers, isn't it? How do I get rid of me, or how do I how how do I talk sweetly to God so that God will get rid of me if if I think in those terms? So, what we have to understand is that you can't get rid of you if you're thinking that you are Susan. You can't get rid of yourself, Susan. <laughs> You just can't do it. Fred tried very, very mightily to get rid of himself. He tried practices, 
Um, and he tried uh, uh, reading, and he tried, you know, just, I mean, meditation, non-dual inquiry, you know, who am I, who am I, who am I? I mean, just, just uh, everything under the sun, Fred tried it, and Fred could not get rid of Fred. So when awakening occurred, what happened was oneness simply had reached the point where it would tell itself the truth, and it said, look, there's no Fred. And in the absence of Fred, what's left? In the absence of Susan over there, whatever your name is. In the absence of, quote, you, the character over there, what's left? Well, there's... It's just this, isn't there? <laughs> because isn't there isn't there over over there isn't there the experience over there of a you and a world? You and are in the world, and you have your version of the world. There's you and your world. Well, see, that's not the case over here. There's just me. <laughs> there's no world that's separate from me. And there's no me that's separate from world. Because it's just one thing going on. See, when, when there's one thing going on, that means the me cannot be, the, the hypothetical me cannot be separate from the hypothetical world. Right? They just, they, they can't be, they can't be two things going on when there's only one thing going on. Because see, one of those things we call duality and the other one we call non-duality. So, what I'm telling you is the reason I state it the way I do is I say what I have to have in the way of a student, if I'm going to wake him up, is I tell him I have to have the willingness. They have to be willing to tell themselves the truth. They cannot tell themselves the truth, or they would have already done it and they would already be awake. So that's my job, is to help bring about this thing that they are willing to do. But I can't do it in the absence of that willingness because I can't wake myself up against my will. You see, there's only one will. There's no Fred's will. There's no Fred. So there can't be a Fred's will. And I will tell you that, that, that from, from my perspective, there's no God's will either. There's just one will, because when I say the word God, the problem is is that it, and I, I actually kind of like that word, but the problem is is that it kind of denotes separation between, well, there's Fred over here and God over the world. It becomes, God becomes my stand-in for world, Fred and world, Fred and God. So there's, there's just no, there's just only one thing going on. I don't really have a name for it. We use consciousness. We use awareness. I use awakeness a lot, which I particularly like because it sounds very vibrant and very now. The um, we have we 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 call it Brahman, uh, presence, uh, Atman. Gee, I mean, uh, uh, Allah. We just any number of things. So we. we and sometimes the the in in really they're they're kind of particularly uh, insightful religions. We're not able to use a um, you know like a little god to represent them, or their their uh, their body, if you will, because they're seen to not 
have a body, that, they're, that they are beyond body, that they are, what are they? They are beyond form. And that's what I am. I'm actually beyond form. Now, the interesting thing is, is that though I am beyond form, I also show up as form. See, I can't, but there can't be a difference between emptiness and form because it's just one thing going on. So that means that I am both emptiness and form. And that what, since there's just one thing going on, that means that just like the Heart Sutra says, that form is not other than emptiness, and emptiness is not other than form. When you wake up, it's me. It's consciousness waking up. It's awakeness waking up. It's the animating present that's in, presence that's inside that body that wakes up. It is, it is the thing by which that body knows itself and knows its world. It is that very capacity for knowing. It is that light that wakes up and says, Oh, look at that. There's no Susan. There's no Fred. And in the absence of Susan and Fred, what's left? So you see, it's really not as difficult as we make it out to be. It's very, very simple. I worked with a guy yesterday, been in this, involved in this for better than 10 years. I think he'd been in isolation for about 10 years, as a matter of fact. And nice guy, his mother's a client of mine, and, and I like this guy a lot. And the, But he kept waiting for something else to happen. And when you are, when you once you wake up, if you're then waiting for some, if you're then waiting to wake up, and you have already woken up, then there's no end to that. And the way that you can know that you are doing that is that you're looking for something else. So if you think that you're looking, if you feel, it feels like you're looking for something else, like a big explosive experience or something, it's just, that's, that's duality and ego. I will tell you that right now. Doesn't mean they don't happen. That does, they do happen. But they don't happen to a client or a student. They happen to awakeness. It is awakeness introducing itself to awakeness. That's a spiritual experience that actually occurs within you. That occurs that, that spiritual experience occurs within you, the light of truth. It can't occur outside of you because there is no outside to you. You know why there's no outside to you? Because there's one thing going on and you're it. So that ought to do it for today. I enjoyed this and uh, thanks for tuning in. I'll see you soon. Bye.